It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Buckle up. It's all good. The fastest hour in, 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 in radio, sponsored by Allo. Delivery drivers, internet, I like them fast. I'm talking the kind of fast that delivers equal upload and download speeds, buffer-free streaming, and lag-free gaming. Switch to Allo for 500 meg, 1 gigabyte speed options for free installations. Always call Allo today in Lincoln. For residential, call 402-480-6560. Or for business, call 480-6500. Or chat with them online at Allo Fiber. Uh on the Sarder Heyman text line, get to it, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline. And on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline is my dude, and I'm so looking forward to this. Rico, hit this man's music. Water hands over to Merrill. Tie Four ball flat. game, 15 seconds. They're setting up for Merrill for a final shot. Tie ball game, chance to win the conference championship. Sam Merrill against Fagan. Seven seconds, six seconds, five seconds. Sam rises for three. Yes! You've got to be kidding me, Sam. I am Merrill straightaway three. 2.5 seconds left in the game. Sam Merrill is a freaking stud. <laughs> you cannot believe the distance that Sam hit that shot from. Three feet behind the line. Sam Merrill, the greatest Aggie to ever don a uniform at Utah State. I love that so much, man. It brings me great joy. He's got too many titles now. He's got too many titles. He's the man. Uh, he's the voice of uh, Utah State University Aggie football and basketball, uh, director of operations, vice president. He may be king of the world by now. Who knows? Uh, but he is my friend, and I want to bring in Scott Gerard. Scotty, how you doing, brother? DP, always a pleasure, my man. How are you? This is good times. It is the thing. Scotty's the dude that whenever he comes to mind, I smile because Scotty has like the biggest smile ever, and it, it's just one of my favorite dudes. Back in radio days in, in Salt Lake City, uh, Scotty knows my journey. He knows uh, a lot of the the bumps and bruises along the way, um, but I know his, and I'm proud of him. And this is one of for listeners that don't know. So Scotty and I would we would we would ride or die. We would spend along with our other friend Everett Gray, who the folks here know because he comes on once a week. Yep. Um, but every we did a Saturday show in Salt Lake City, and Scotty was my producer for several shows in several different uh, universes. So Scotty knows where all the bones are buried, and you know, every, from time to time we would get together and go hang out with Hootie, you know, just cause. <laughs> The Hootie and the Blowfish story will never get old because there's no way I thought you ever knew the dudes from Hootie. And you're like, I do. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. No, no, you're just making that stuff up. And uh, sure enough, we're backstage hanging out with Hootie and the Blowfish before you knew it. And I'm like, damn, DP was right. I know these cats. <laughs> it's so funny. Girls this day blew me away. Yeah. Right, right. Like a great night. Too. That like that was a fun. Oh night. yeah, oh, like yeah. we had a great time. I mean, Hootie and 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 you know Utah, uh, it's had, it had it, it has its own. Okay, so several things in play, but the thing that gets you on the air today is this '80s comedy bracket that you put together, and the top of my head blew off because then I had to figure out not only did you came up with '64 
movies, but you had to come up with seedings for said yeah. 64 movies. And of course, just like the NCAA, you have to march out and defend and justify the seedings. Because... Yeah, okay. And and that's fine. You know, I, I'm happy to do it. I'm also happy to deflect, too, because, you know, in radio, you know the, the rule, never, ever, you know, always deflect. Right. You make a bad prediction or something like that. Oh, well, this happened or this happened. So I'm... I'm. I will be deflecting quite a bit in terms of the seating process on this because uh, it all started with just kind of a weird conversation. Hans Olsen, you know, former BYU Cougar, played with the Colts for a while. Uh, he's my co-host. Incredible radio talent, and uh, we're both, you know, we're both dudes in our early forties, latchkey kids that grew up watching a lot of movies. Right. And uh, so we start shooting the bowl about, you know, I don't even know how we got on the topic, but you know, favorite eighties comedies. And all of a sudden, we started getting tweets rolling in. So we started throwing out some tweets and asking people. And that's kind of how we put our seed list together was based on the response of listeners. Like, oh, well, if you had a number one overall movie, you know, 80s comedy movie, what would it be? What would your number one seeds be? And then it just kind of built out from there. And so, sure, you know, when we got down the list a little bit, we uh, we added some. But a lot of it was our listeners. And then, I don't know if you know this, but we got uh, our station was purchased by Bonneville. So... They have a huge infrastructure in place. And before we knew it, by the end of the day, we had a bracket up on our website. We had all kinds of stuff going on, and it turned into a full-fledged competition now with uh, first-round voting going on as we speak. It's like you and I are are, are cut from that same cloth and that we find great humor in, in small things. Right, like we get we get sidetracked, and then once we're down the loophole, there's no way that we can possibly yep. get out. Um, but here's this. So, just for the listeners now, Scotty, you know I love you. <laughs> you know I love you, and you know you also know that when I start a statement with that, something really uh, interesting. The heat, is, the is heat's to, coming, right? Is it. to follow. But but kind sir, um, you you have. Back to school, bachelor party, stir crazy as 14 and 15 seats. <laughs> I, I do, that's like Wisconsin being <laughs> Scotty, bruh, work with me here. Hey, the really you, you have you put. Teen Wolf Look, as the last in. Okay. 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 Teen Wolf. All right. Come on. Teen Wolf wasn't that great. Have you seen it recently? It hasn't held up very well. <laughs> come on. Come on. I will give you stir crazy. And I will, you know, I, I, I understand. Back to school, highly underrated. Absolutely 100%. I will, I will give you that. That one flipped you the cracks a little bit. Weird science at and, 44. Uh, Weird science. Just for Kelly LeBrock, it has to be a top seat. Uh, okay, so here's the question then. This is what the committee's got to ask themselves. Who are you knocking out? So if, if these are so, you know, if you want to move up weird science, then then who out of those top, you know, top three seats for, are first, being pushed down? First of all, uh, the Burbs is way too high. Oh, okay. You shut your mouth. We might be <laughs> The Burbs. The Burbs is so good. The Burbs, and the is, Burbs is actually held up all right, too. 
Glow pack? Come on. I mean, that's, that's too good right there. Strange Brew as a as a fi- as a six seed? Take off, eh? My brother's drunk. <laughs> no, yeah. That's a six, bro. That's not even. That's not even close. The fact that that look, I, I do want to give the committee credit because there are some inclusions here that required high level expertise. Three o'clock <laughs> high, three o'clock high yep. as a grab, and then bachelor party. Young Tom Hanks, you guys excel. This was exceptional. This was exceptional. I have to give you full credit. Uh, Sixteen candles as a 15, 57 seed. No, it was on. It was on this weekend, and um, that's a top four ranking. That's a that's they they're in the top fifteen. Well, and and I will say this: the committee was really torn on that because is it really classify as comedy? You know, and so we weren't quite sure on that one. That's why it got bumped down a little bit because it may. You know, that and Breakfast Club, I don't know if they necessarily qualify as comedies. And so we really had a hard time trying to figure out what to do with those two. Did you laugh? And then we figured, okay, well, let's, let's just get them in the field, and then we'll let the voters decide. You know, that's all you need. You know, it's like the old adage, all you need is a chip and a chair. So let's get them in the field, and then, and then uh, you know, let, let the voters figure out what to do with them. Did you, did you laugh in the movie? Should, did you laugh a lot? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of why we said, yeah, and you know what, at the end of the day, you know, in, in The Breakfast Club, you still laugh, so we're going we're gonna to count it as a comedy, so let's go. So through all of that, and again, I have to give you full credit because you put trading places in, you went and got summer rental, I understood what you were trying to do there. Uh, stripes as the 33 seed? Stripes. Yeah, no, that, no, no, no I, I understand. That one, the committee screwed up on that one. I'm not going to be like the dude from the NCAA that, that will die on every hill. I will admit <laughs> we really screwed that one up. Stripes needed to be a top two or three seed. Uh, <laughs> it was fantastic. This, we're talking to Scott Gerard, uh, Golden Pipes, the play-by-play voice of the Utah State Aggies, football and basketball director. Uh, what is your official title? Uh, in the building when you put your suit and tie on? what what, what Oh, program director, VP. You know, that's a company that if you're around long enough, they're like, well, crap, what, we can't give them more money, so let's just give them a, a title. <laughs> so, See, that's how I love your maturity now, because it's like, eh, this is what it is now. We're not, this is not new <laughs> anymore. We don't have to placate any more of this. Um, Major League at 13, below Goonies and Spaceballs, please. No, no. Hey, again, uh, that one was uh, again as the uh, as a man who's going to be deflecting. That one was more due to the uh, votes received by our listeners. Um, I would have had Major League probably. I love Major League. I probably had as a number one seed um, bumping out Airplane because I love Airplane, but I don't know if uh, if it's a number one seed. So I probably put Major League as my one seed. Uh, the you know the rest of our voters had them as a three seed, so I anticipate that they'll make it very far in this tournament. Uh, airplane, I think, is probably on route of what happened to Kentucky or Iowa yesterday. Yep. So I think I think things will kind of work its way out there. Yes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Here were the, 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 the four number one seeds. In, in, in ascending order, uh, Airplane at number four, Fletch at number three, Caddyshack at two, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off at one. The number twos, Better Off Dead, which, again, throwing away a perfectly good white boy, <laughs> is one of, the great, <laughs> one of the great movie lines ever. Uh, Better Off Dead, Christmas Vacation, Three Amigos, Jefe, Jefe, just to say Jefe, and then Ghostbusters as the highest seed of the two seeds. Um, I think you would catch some flack for Better Off Dead. It is a cult classic. But as a two seed, uh, Scott Gerard, come on. that That's that's a little high, right? Hey, look. Look. Everybody wants their $2, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just giving the audience what they want. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here to deliver. Yeah, come on. you. That is the most quotable movie out of maybe the whole bunch. <laughs> well, it's I if, want if, my two dollars, French, French, bread, yeah, fr- French, French fries, fries <laughs> French dressing. dressing. <laughs> this is why we're best friends because literally we have the same childish sense of humor, and we've never grown up <laughs> from. We've never grown up from it ever, 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 ever. Um, listen, I want to talk to you about March Madness. You, you're in the game. You're around the game. Um, how do you think this plays out? Um, I I think it's going to continue to be turned upside down, too. I mean, there's so much talent in college basketball. And, look, I, I called an NIT game the other day. Uh, Utah State got bounced by Oregon. And Oregon has not had a record-wise a very good season this year. And then I look at the two teams when they, come, when they came to midcourt, and I see Utah State, who uh, is not – overly talented this year this was one of their particularly good years and i look at oregon and i'm like oh my goodness these two teams do not look even remotely close to each other oregon was big strong they were talent and they were athletic and they ended up running utah state off the court and i think that same thing but again for whatever reason regular season did not treat them well there's going to be some teams because of one and duns and the transfer portal the talent across college basketball is more distributed across the uh, across the country the the blue bloods aren't as loaded as they normally are and you've got really good teams now like how many of us had to google who the hell st peter's were was after the game yesterday yeah didn't we know didn't know who we didn't know team. where they were we didn't even know where they were no and so but that's i think that's what's you know one of the byproducts of the transfer portal and everything else that's going on in college basketball right now in college athletics is the fact that you're seeing more options for these student-athletes. So they can go different places. The NBA is always going to find you. I mean, John Morant, uh, you look at where all these kids are playing these days, and they're still able to go out there and, and, and be successful and be drafted high so they don't need to go to a blue blood. And so you're going to see these upsets because kids can go wherever they want. They've got more power. They've got more ability to go different places, stay close to home, and it's been fun to watch. So – Nebraska is is I mean they're the only you know of the six that have never won an NCAA tournament game, and people can make every excuse about location and culture and all those things, but Utah State doesn't have that problem. So if you can get folks of that level to 
you know, my goodness, I don't want to slight Logan, Utah, but my goodness gracious, <laughs> it's, Logan, it's Logan, Utah. <laughs> if you can get people to the farms of Logan, Utah, you can get people to Lincoln, Nebraska, who can win NCAA tournament games. What's been the secret? Utah State has been relevant when it comes to this stuff and being able to come in, be a factor, get to the tournament, be a factor, and then be a threat, quite frankly. Um, what is it about Utah State that's allowing them to do that and produce the Jordan loves in football and uh, the basketball players who can go and, 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 and do work in the league? Okay, first off, I take great exception because we just got an Olive Garden in Logan now. So, so there's time. a lot of good things going big on. Big time, Logan. big time. And you're, you're going to be ruined forever. The purity of Logan, Utah is now going to be affected. It will not be. So, the, you yeah. know, there's, there, there's, a, there's an in and out on its way, uh, you know, a raising cane. So there, there's a, it's a growing metropolis of Logan, Utah. So, so let's, uh, no, you're, you bring up a really good point. And, and I think this is when you go to certain places, you've got to hit on hires. And Utah State knows who they are. They've always hired coaches that know who they are. They know that they're not going to get four stars. Frankly, they're not going to get a lot of three stars. But what you have to do is you have to project and you have to develop. You have to take a kid that's 17 years old. you got to say, okay, what is he going? what is his body going to look like in two or three years? And what are we going to be able to do to develop him? You've got to have great development staff. You've got to be able to uh, you, and frankly, and you know this, I mean, I know, you know, in Nebraska, it might not be a common, you know, knowledge, but the missionary program really works in the favor of a lot of these Utah kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they're able to go away for two years. They come back, they're older, they're more mature, they're a little bit more focused. Um, and that works in their advantage as well. I mean, these are good, mature kids that don't get distracted by a lot of things that a lot of other college kids get distracted. So um, it keeps them a little bit more out of trouble. In in some cases, not in a lot of cases, but and and it works in their favor. So Utah State's a, a unique place. Uh, Utah and BYU are also unique places. And uh, if you hit on good coaches and you make smart hires and you invest in your program, then you have a chance to be successful. Scotty, you're you're around these coaches, like you host coaches shows. You're around the programs you travel with. You get to see all these things. Choosing the right coach is important, and it's said often, but I'm not sure from 10,000 people feet do people really understand what that means. So from yeah. you, from your up-close vantage, what would be a right choice? What makes a coach the right person in those situations where you're not a blue-blood basketball program? Well, I mean, I look at, uh, I look at what Utah State's done in terms of their hires. I mean, they've had – you know, their football team just won a Mountain West title. They beat Oregon State in a bowl game with a first-year head coach. And, uh, you know, Craig Smith, who was an assistant there at Nebraska with Tim Miles, he comes and wins, you know, goes to three consecutive NCAA tournaments. And uh, and essentially what they're looked for, and I've talked to John Artwell, the athletic director, many times about this. And he goes, I want a dude with a chip on his shoulder. You know, at Utah State, we recruit kids that have chips on their shoulder. They've been overlooked by Utah. They've been overlooked by BYU. They've been overlooked by a lot of people. So they're going to be a little angry. They're going to have a little, uh, uh, I don't know if I can say this in Nebraska, piss and vinegar, but they're yep. going to be, they're going to be a little ticked off. Yep. And you want a coach that, that has that same kind of vibe that may have been overlooked or may have been, um, you know, slighted in some sense of the way. And you want somebody that's just ticked off of the world and you go out there and find him and give him his opportunity and say, all right, we're going to give you some chances to be successful. Go out there and get it done. Find the athletes that want to come to Logan, Utah, 
and uh, and they'll be successful. And it's hit more often than not. It's hit, and it's been really fun to watch. I don't know. Look, that's why these search firms make a lot of money. This is why athletic directors make a lot of money. That is the single most important thing you can do as an athletic director is hire good coaches because they're going to be the ones that are going to be on the recruiting trail. They're going to be the ones bringing the athletes in. And if you miss on a coach, it sets your program back years. If you hit on them, you know, you'll be, you'll be golden for decades. And so it's just such a critical, critical part. And I know in Nebraska, they're fighting like crazy to try to write that ship, but it's, it's difficult to do. We're talking to Scott Gerard, play-by-play voice for Utah State, football and basketball. Again, uh, he's a big boss there in radio uh, and, and and a dear friend. Um, for football, that the Aggies there have – first of all, I have to ask you, because Rico and I, my producer, we were talking about it. I'm trying to figure out, what is the actual definition of an Aggie? Um, well, that's a great question. Um, it's a uh, – Hell, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, DP said it was an agriculturalist, and I said it was a cowboy. It is. Well, I mean, it, that's the thing. It's a you know farmer. I think. Okay, all right. Here's the thing. I think a term Aggie and you know composes a lot of things because it's a land grant college. That's why Texas A&M Aggies, uh, Colorado State used to be Aggies. That's why there's a bunch of them. You know, it's it's an agricultural based school originally. And, uh, yeah, so a farmer slash rancher slash, you know, anybody involved in agriculture, I think that's what it falls under. But but don't quote me on that. I have no idea what the hell it means. Yeah. So you I'm going to go with that. You I'm know, quoting you on you it. Know, we're, we're definitely quoting you on it because it's fantastic. Cause it, it, and, again, for anybody that's ever been to Logan, Utah, you know it's a farm town. Like, that's <laughs> that's, that's part of the first thing you learn as you get through that. Um, so Rico is, has been my producer for for a couple of months. Now he's been at the station. He's been at station longer than I am, but he's been a producer for a couple of months, and he's learning several things. I'm going to give him the greatest gift I can give him, which is to allow him to ask you any question about me oh. that he wants to ask. Oh, because Scotty knows you always do this to me. You never prepare me. Well, I don't want you. Hey, to- Rico. Yeah. Let me. Let me. You know. Let me just give you the best advice because you know DP puts on a really great persona on the air, and he's always happy and he's laughing and he's having a good time. Uh but every now and then he'd get a little salty at me and I'd screw up something <laughs> or something like that. He'd look at me like that side eyed look and his mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh crap, I'm getting the death clear. So here's the thing, this is what I'd always do. If I ever did anything wrong or if I ever made a mistake, he would uh, I would uh, I would find a little MC hammer pumps in a bump <laughs> and mm. and I would fire that up and then he would completely forget. Like he gets distracted by good music. We actually and I... so if I did something Yeah, if I did something dumb, I'd just be like, Oh well, Hey, pumps in a boat, and then like, oh, and then he starts dancing, and then he forgets everything. We so, actually have so that, that as a rejoin, so that's that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, the music, the music thing, it really works, and I, I know the exact death glare yeah. you're talking about. It it actually happens like maybe twice a day. I don't I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. He's got an attention span of a hummingbird. So <laughs> that it's really, is, it's really easy to get him distracted and get him off going in a different direction. That is true. You're okay. That is oh, so true. Oh, my goodness. Scott Gerard, man, I love you so much. Thank you for doing this. Uh, it is so good. We got to do it more often uh, just got- to have you pop on, bro. It, you you make my day. You make me smile. You are you are heaven sent. I appreciate you. <laughs> hey, and again, the voters will figure out the seating. Everything's going to be fine. We'll, we'll you know, it, it, I know the seating may not have been great, but the voters will decide, and uh, I'll let you know who ends up winning this thing. Thank you, kind sir. Listen, man, have a great day. Love you to pieces. That's Scott Gerard. Utah State 
voice uh, and and friend. Uh, appreciate you, brother. Uh, we'll throw it to break. We come back. We'll we'll get into uh, a little Gonzaga versus Nebraska. Um, yeah, Scotty's good too. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 